For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're exploring LinkedIn updates that marketers need to know about, including our short-form videos coming to LinkedIn, sort of. We'll explain what's going on there. Also, LinkedIn articles becoming much more powerful and a new way to feature things on both profiles and company pages. So whether you're using company pages or profiles or both, you're going to want to hear this. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, where we break down all of the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. AI has been a massive disruptive force over the past year. That's why we're excited to announce our brand new show, Introducing AI Explored. It's a weekly show hosted by me, Michael Stelzner. If you want to understand how to put AI to work, this is the show for you. Each week, we'll dive deep into using AI to your advantage. We're talking the practical, tactical stuff that I know you're probably craving. Search for AI Explored on your favorite podcast app, and happy listening. Today, I'm joined by Judy Fox. Judy's a LinkedIn strategist, and her course is called the LinkedIn Business Accelerator. Judy, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. So some interesting measurement updates with LinkedIn ads, and you said something to me during the pre-show that was interesting, which you basically said, whatever LinkedIn is measuring, you know that those are important. So tell us, for people that are running LinkedIn ads or looking into that, what are these new measurement updates that have just come out? Yes, LinkedIn is focusing in on these five measurement pillars, and That is what I just said, which is what LinkedIn focuses on, you also want to focus on. So first, they are going to, they categorize each pillar as signals, reporting and ROI, insights, experimentation, and verification. So those are high level pillar words. But what that means is including a mix of CRM data, any kind of conversion data that they're giving you. LinkedIn's conversions API. They're also going to give you a reporting and ROI analysis that's going to show you the effectiveness of your ad. And the insights, it says they're going to give you strategy tips with content and audience insights that you can get access to. Experimentation is they're encouraging you and probably showing you ways to test and iterate and look at different key performance drivers for your last ad, A-B testing that kind of experimentation and verification. That's where they're saying we have LinkedIn partners with industry experts to ensure that your ad is being shown in the correct environments. Meaning adjacent to content that you want to be adjacent to? Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting that, you know, AI in the ad space, I don't feel like is getting as much credit as it should, but a lot of the stuff that they're being able to do and predict and all of this is coming through AI, which is really, really cool. And then this, I think, is one of the most interesting updates of the week is now you can turn basically your LinkedIn article 
into an ad, right? That's what they mean by sponsored articles? Yes. They are more and more pushing that you can sponsor your posts. And I think before we were only able to sponsor posts, but now to be able to sponsor articles is even more powerful because articles can contain so many more resources, external links, links to book a sales call or a demo or tag your team. Just the ability and the knowledge that you can embed within a newsletter is so much deeper than what you can accomplish on a post. Yeah, well, and that was kind of the way that I saw it too. Because if we think about, you know, I always tell my clients, it's like, you're not trying to convince somebody to say yes to hire you or say yes to buy from you. You're trying to get them to run out of no's right? Because when somebody's interested in something, they're basically trying to talk themselves out of it. And when they have no nose left, that's when we buy. And <laughs> it, it, it requ- it's true. And it requires this belief shifting. And it's really hard to shift, I think, three or four beliefs in an ad, like a traditional ad or a post. But in an article, I think you could totally do that. You could completely shift the way somebody's thinking about something. So I just, I feel like it's a way to speed up sales. I Yes. And I think the one more light touch point that you can think about adding because of articles, you can turn them into a subscriber to your newsletter. So you can start instead of trying to convince them, oh, you have to convert into a follower, you have to opt in. Asking somebody to subscribe right now is a much more palatable next step to an article than trying to push them straight from a post to subscribe to something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've already given them the, the taste, right? Yes. Now, one thing to verify about this, and I want to read it so that I get it right. It says, for now, only company authored articles are eligible for sponsorship. So you can't do it with anything you write for your personal profile. But it says, but our product team is building out other functionalities for the new year. So they didn't really come out and say you will be able to sponsor an article on a profile, but it seems like that's what they're saying. Is that your interpretation too? Yes. And I've talked to different companies recently where the plan and the strategy has been to resurface any content that maybe already came out from a C-suite leader or just a active member of their company on their personal profile. They can resurface get that content originally and post it again, put the image and just you can do it more than once on LinkedIn, especially if something is from six months ago, then update it and create a little bit fresher content, but just resurface it again through the company and then you can sponsor and put ad money to it. So this is the headline I did not expect to be reporting today. Short form videos are coming to LinkedIn, sort of. We'll explain what that means here in just a second. But I want to ask, if you're feeling undervalued at work and you're looking for a way to shine this year for your boss or for your clients, Imagine acquiring specialized knowledge that helps you get a raise, increase your rates, bring in more revenue for your company. This is what happens at Social Media Marketing World 2024. It's happening next month. Judy, my guest today, is going to be there talking about unlocking AI's potential in B2B marketing on LinkedIn, along with lots of other incredible sessions that you can learn from. Visit socialmediamarketing.world at socialmediamarketing.world right now to grab your all-access ticket and be more valuable to yourself and to your company in 2024. Again, socialmediamarketing.world. So it's sort of short-form video, but LinkedIn is coming out with something called The Daily. So tell us exactly what this is and what we know about this so far. So far, it does remind us like the stories feature, and it looks like LinkedIn is wanting to encourage interactive short-form video content that is scrollable 
as it links to LinkedIn Learning. So if there's a LinkedIn Learning topic, a LinkedIn Learning question coming out from the audience, it sounds like they're partnering with the different LinkedIn Learning teachers and experts to be recording these short one-minute videos, and they're popping in as part of your learning experience. It's really interesting the way that they've done it. And if you, you know, if you saw the screenshot, you go, oh, that looks like a reel on Instagram or a YouTube short or something like that. Now, there is a separate LinkedIn learning app for people that don't know. And apparently for now, they're only going to be in there. But do you think they're going to bring this to the main LinkedIn app eventually? Well, I always take it with a grain of salt from LinkedIn, what's going to come out next. But it (laughs) says a little teaser, look out for more updates from us. There is some sense of, If this is successful, it's always going to be depending on the metrics. But the more people want short form content and they get signals that people are using this, the potential would be to let experts upload beyond just having the LinkedIn learning experts do it. And I don't know. There's always hope that we could have stories back someday. (laughs) Oh, do you miss LinkedIn stories? Well, I totally see that. Or something in that realm that allows company. Can you imagine if something like this rolled out to your company page where at a short form content on a company page, you could have a Q&A energy like this? I think that would be smart. I'm not saying it has to go out to every personal profile, but I could see something like this being really smart for companies to have access to as an element of getting their frequently asked questions answered, going back and forth with their audience in these kind of story type learning energy. Well, and I know that there are LinkedIn lovers that would say, I never, we don't need short form video on LinkedIn. Like people that are, you know, LinkedIn is their main thing, like very proud of it, right? But at the same time, consumer behavior has shown that people like watching short form videos and the experience of watching a video that's full screen on your phone and then you can flick to go to the next one compared to watching a video in a box. I mean, it's just a much better experience. And so I feel like behind the scenes, they're going to, we got to get something. We got to get something. And now they found this. And I think it's really neat. They're also planning to gamify it. And so basically you watch the video, you answer a question about what you learned. And I think it said, if you watch two minutes of videos a day, then you start a streak. What's what's your streak up to on, on LinkedIn learning? <laughs> well, I just downloaded the LinkedIn learning app today because this is the first time I was interested in it. But like a lot of people in my family use Duolingo and, and the gamification keeps them glued to it. And so I feel like LinkedIn may have unlocked something we may say other platforms copy because it is a reason for somebody to open the app every single day. You know, it becomes part of a habit. I know. I've been doing my New York Times connections and trying to keep up with, I don't want to miss a day and all of that. So I, the gamification of it is very smart. Again, I think something like this, if I had my hopes and dreams way in the high, up in the sky, (laughs) I would want this to roll out at a minimum to company pages so that companies could have a space for people to learn in this type of format. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. So a couple of other important updates to be aware of, you know, when somebody lands on your brands or your personal profile or your company page, there's a lot of information on a LinkedIn profile, right? For companies or people. But now we're finally getting some more ways to make sure that people see the thing we want them to see. So starting with uh, company pages, what is this update for company pages? So the ability for us to feature and have a featured section on the company page. So we know what that looks like on personal profiles. And because it's being rolled out to company pages, right now it's just starting with your posts and what you have publicly put out on the company page. But if they're 
turning on the featured section, I can only imagine the ability to feature your website, to feature an employee profile. I mean, I'm not sure what the future would look like, but the idea of having a featured section on the company page is a great first step. Well, and of course, you can make a post about your website and then feature it. You can make a post about an employee and then feature it. And yeah, it, it really does let the LinkedIn profile become more customizable like you would a website, again, so that people can see what they want to see. And then, as you mentioned, we've had this on personal profiles for a while now, but they are updating that as well as far as the things that we can feature. So what are some of these new things we can feature on our personal profiles? Yes, they just added on LinkedIn personal profiles the ability to feature, and they call it spotlight, a piece of your profile. So for example, you can feature your experience section and a job that you're currently working in. You can feature a recommendation. I did that on my personal profile. I have featured a recommendation from someone I re- that I most recently received and I hit the star button to feature it and it's now on my profile. And that is really, really powerful and very smart for LinkedIn to be able to do that because we've all experienced that feeling of knowing that people are not going to scroll and read my entire profile, but if you can feature it and put a spotlight on it, like your certifications, your publications, the courses that you've taken or courses that you offer, there's so many options throughout your whole profile and you can bring it to the featured section now. That's huge. Every one of us should go out and look through our recommendations and see, is there anything? I know a lot of them were written a decade ago, so who knows what they say now, but you know, does it say, say something that should be featured there? Because yeah, that's a fantastic thing to have. It is a premium feature though. So if you don't okay. have access to it, you do have to have a premium account. I should have mentioned that. I got everyone's hopes up and <laughs> I'm not trying to sell you premium at all, but it is right now a premium feature. I do think there is hope in my head where I'm like, hmm. That, to me, seems like a a feature that should be accessible at a certain level to just highlight or bring up a section of your profile. Yeah. And then another update for profiles is around the skills that we can have on our profiles. So what's new? Because I feel like I haven't heard anything new around skills in years either. I know. Skills are very closely related to these collaborative articles that people have talked about on how to get these community top voice badges. So They are the yellow badge or gold badge. If you want to be fancy, call it gold. We are now seeing that LinkedIn is adding up to 100 skills that you can attach to your personal profile so you can go after top voice categories. That goes from 50 now skills to 100 that they're giving you access to. So doubling the skills available on your profile on LinkedIn. Do you think it's important to, because I saw something in there about how you can remove skills. Do you think it's important to remove skills that are no longer relevant to what you're doing now? Is it important to remove them? I would say if you're being found for too many of those when people are searching and that's not what you want in your future, you would consider removing them. You don't lose them forever, what I've learned. If you remove a skill and you decide to put it back up there, you don't lose all the endorsements that you had, at least when I last checked, but that could change. Okay. Because when I think about removing a skill, it's like, you know, I used to do commercial voiceovers and it's like, I could still do it. It's not part of what I do now. So it seems, but it seems weird to say, I don't know how to do that anymore. (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. Yes. I do know that you can pin the top three you want at the top, which is very important. And I also know that a lot of times I used to be able to reorganize them. LinkedIn's always changing. 
So anything that I say, if you don't see the feature and you can't reorganize them, but a hundred, I'm not sure what LinkedIn's thinking, but it is always interesting to see how LinkedIn is leveraging the platform and they have linked skills very closely to what you say you are as an expert. Okay. Very nice. All right. Speaking of new features, newsletters have been the big thing over the last year. And this is where you can have articles and then people can subscribe to them as a newsletter. The people that have been using these have been getting incredible reach. They're adding more and more things, you know, as we reported previously, where you can, you know, duplicate a draft and turn it into new something and update it quickly. And, you know, all these things to speed up the process of, of creating these newsletters. So obviously they're not going anywhere. LinkedIn has decided that they're important. But I wanted to ask you, since you see so much of this, you know, for marketers, what are some of the interesting ways that you've seen companies using newsletters on LinkedIn? I would say first, some of the best examples of newsletters are recognizing that this content can live on and be scraped by AI when AI is trying to answer a question for somebody. So if I go on Google and I try to search a topic, and it's going to generate an AI response. I have found LinkedIn newsletters are showing up as the references for a lot of what Google is scraping. Wow. Yeah, that to me is very, very important. I actually just took screenshots yesterday because I'm really excited to talk more about just that AI piece at Social Media Marketing World. Yeah, well, it's interesting because you think that would be in Bing, which is Microsoft's browser and Microsoft owns LinkedIn. So that's interesting to hear that it's coming up in Google and LinkedIn.com as a domain has always ranked high in Google search. So I guess that's the part that doesn't surprise me. Yes. And by the way, I'm looking at all the different searches. I just thought that one to me was the the natural, like when people think I'm going to go search, a lot of people go to Google. So that's why I kind of started there and just saw it immediately where I was like, wow, you don't have to type in words like, you know, a LinkedIn article that you're looking for. It's just naturally scraping LinkedIn articles for, uh, these are resources and they're getting really high ranking within AI searching and generating an answer. That's huge. That's huge. Okay. And then I know you've talked before about, you know, obviously LinkedIn articles are primarily meant to be, you know, written articles as you would expect, but are you seeing people embed other media, you know, from YouTube videos to TikToks to podcasts to, you know, things like that? Is there a place for that on LinkedIn? Yes. LinkedIn has a way of converting links with, let's call it embedding partners. That's what I will call it because that's okay. the language that makes the most sense to me. But so LinkedIn has relationships with Spotify, for example. And that link that you grab of an episode from Spotify, when you go to insert it on LinkedIn, it will automatically embed the entire podcast as a podcast player. Wow. Okay. Same thing with YouTube videos. If we take the YouTube video here from this video today, I can take this and embed it immediately and you can play it inside of LinkedIn. You don't have to leave LinkedIn to watch this YouTube video. Okay. So the, the limitation of writing is just not real. There's a lot of other things that you can do, obviously, with LinkedIn articles. So yes, yeah. So we were just talking about Google and search. And on a related note, LinkedIn is improving their search, which I love because as these social networks get older, 
the amount of information there has obviously gotten more and more robust. So what are some of these updates that we can probably see if we're looking to search for something on LinkedIn? Yeah, I was really excited to see the filters that are coming up. So the easiest way to trigger that you want to see all the filters available to you, if you go up to your search bar at the very top on LinkedIn, just click your mouse into it and click enter. Don't put any terms in there just press enter and it will give you all the filters available. So start there because it's kind of cool to be able to see all the things you can filter for. Say, for example, you want to filter for posts from a certain size industry and company and business size. You can start to actually filter through company content and only show like a whole news feed and a whole result of uh, all the companies that are posting that met your criteria. So that is taking it to the next level because before when I used to search for content, I could really only look for somebody's name or a particular company or without all these extra keywords. And then the final piece of the puzzle they've added is the ability to search for a certain type of content. So if you only want to see videos, if you only want to see image posts, or if you only want to look at who's posting in maybe a competitor industry, and you want to look to see what their document posts look like, you can do a lot of market research by doing this or going after ideal clients. And you recognize you engage with certain content a certain way and you want to see their videos. That could be really powerful. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm putting together my slides for social media marketing world for my talk. And this morning, I remember this story for something that I did for a client in 2019. I was like, oh, it'd be great to have that screenshot. I bet I could find it. I know. Right? Like, I'm not going to go back through and scroll through four or five years of content. But with this kind of thing, it makes it so much easier. I will say that is a really interesting side note. It has been so much easier to find your old content on LinkedIn to resurface it. Like I can easily get to a post from seven years ago, whereas before it would take like an hour to just scroll and hope that LinkedIn doesn't glitch in the middle of this one hour scroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and resurface it and then repurpose it and, you know, maybe start to do a short form video if those are coming. We're not saying they are, but none of us need to be reinventing the wheel every week now that we've built, you know, for, for companies and brands and, and people that have built these, you know, years of content, we can always go back to that. Yeah, there's people that didn't know you five years ago. And if you posted that update to something that was really relevant and found a new way to say the similar concepts don't really change, especially if it was high level or business or some mindset that you really have in your life and your business, share it again. Yeah, yeah, love that. All right. Earlier, you teased those of us without LinkedIn premium about something that we couldn't use. But here's another update for LinkedIn premium users. This is interesting when you're trying to figure out who's looking at you, right? So what is this update about profile views if you have LinkedIn premium? Yes. So for LinkedIn premium, when you click to see who's been viewing your profile, it will now connect the dots between a post that you made and show the people who have looked at your profile since your last post up to about 90 days data that they can try to link as being a result of that post. So that can really work for brands who want to maybe potentially sponsor content or create partnerships with people on the platform. That works for employees, documenting their use cases of their content and what is happening, especially if it's a a leader in a company who wants to connect. Well, is it actually working? Is it converting people to look at my profile? You can actually put numbers to it now and data. 
Yeah, well, I love that because when I think about what the algorithm does, the algorithms find people who like that content. It's not always the right people though, right? And so this would be an ability to then, you know, like if you put up a piece of content and it did well, and then you went and looked and saw who went to your profile from that piece of content or since then, and they were all dead on, like the exact people in the right position they need to have or whatever, you go, okay, more of that. Or if they were all <laughs> completely wrong, then the same thing. Like, okay, people liked that content. The algorithm liked that content, but they weren't the right people. So while it feels good, it's not helping my business. Well, and it goes back to knowing, especially I'm just playing out the idea that if you posted you were on a podcast or a live stream, that result could show you some opportunities of people who checked out your profile that you didn't even know you were on the radar for that next podcast. And it may only be as simple as just returning the view to that person. Do not be creepy and say, I saw you checked out my profile. Why? Be normal. Be chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be like, but you bring up an interesting point because there is a psychological phenomenon where it's like, imagine somebody checked out your profile and you're like, oh, I'd love to be on their podcast. And then you reached out to them. They're going to have this feeling like, oh, I was just thinking about you. And you're like, huh, funny. <laughs> the number one thing I would recommend is you turn around and you match their energy. So if they followed you, follow them back. And that's as simple as that. Don't try to do anything else for at least a week or two. This is like dating. Yes. <laughs> so you just return the same level of energy and interest that somebody maybe showed you. And then in a week, circle back and look at them again, go to their profile and consider or look at what you might be able to support of theirs. If there's a post, if there's something you can give a like and a comment to, that's like the next level. Like you're sending them that initial message like, hey, I saw you check out my profile without saying I saw you check out my profile. Yes, yes, which is much more <laughs> human to do. So I love that. All right, and then did LinkedIn have a falling out with Twitter slash X? Because they just announced that you can no longer link your Twitter account directly to LinkedIn. And that usually means something happened. Yeah, speaking of a dating relationship that went downhill, <laughs> the... LinkedIn has silently removed without any announcement, but we can see that it happened two weeks ago. This is like watching somebody follow and unfollow somebody on Instagram. <laughs> we are now seeing that LinkedIn has removed the ability to link your ex, your Twitter account to your LinkedIn profile. And they made a note that said, we will no longer be supporting <laughs> Twitter being able to automatically post on LinkedIn and Twitter because we used to be able to push out content on both platforms at the exact same time when we posted. That is no longer being supported as of two weeks ago. Okay. It's, and it seemed like it was inevitable. Like maybe it would have happened sooner, but yeah. I know. Here we I are. I love the All right. drama in a social media <laughs> reality TV show here. <laughs> yes. All right. Quick reminder to grab your physical or virtual ticket now to Social Media Marketing World. Just go to socialmediamarketing.world. And Judy, where can people find out more about you? Let's go over to Judy Fox on LinkedIn. I would love it if you looked at my profile and I won't be creepy <laughs> right back. <laughs> okay. I love I'll it. I'll follow you back if you follow me. And if you want to add a podcast, you're listening, line up a couple others for you to check out. One, the Social Media Marketing Podcast and our newer show, The Marketing Agency Show. Find those in your favorite podcasting apps. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. 
If you're like so many fellow marketers and creators and entrepreneurs, you're probably wondering, how do I put AI to work? Well, be sure to listen to the AI Explored podcast, a new show from Social Media Examiner, hosted by yours truly, Michael Stelzner. Again, check out the AI Explored podcast.